This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right. Well, you know, it seems like uh, one thing after another is popping up this afternoon. As a matter of fact, I was just handed this report, a statement from the Toronto District School Board Chair Robin Pilkey, and it has to do with a story that appeared under Brian uh, Lilly's byline in The Sun. And it says that uh, the Toronto District School Board had out uh, requests for proposals to uh, supply cell phones to about, uh, well, I don't know, personnel, 4,000 cell phones. And these were the top end models, apparently, uh, the Apple iPhone 10s and the 10s Max, which, as I understand, retail for anywhere from 12 to 1500 bucks per copy. And uh, on Kelly Cotrera's show that Brian Lilly appeared, uh, he says that, uh, well, this is what he's got as he broke the story. Listen. But instead of just doing that and extending the service, they said, we're going to get new phones for everyone. And not just any phone, Kelly. This was the, most of them were going to be the iPhone XS or XS Max, and that last one retails for $1,519 per handset, plus the Defender case, the backup case, the car cigarette lighter, all these accessories on top of it. Yeah, well, that's what he cites in his piece, and uh, Robin Pilkey, who's the chair of the TDSB, has issued a... A memo, or I guess it's a statement, saying now that the facts are known, it's pretty clear that the Toronto Sun can't take credit for the TDSB cancelling a cell phone request for proposal. It also pretty, it's also pretty clear the government was wrong when it insinuated that the TDSB only cancelled a cell phone RFP once it was asked about it by the media. It's pretty clear that both the Toronto Sun and the government were wrong to suggest that the TDSB would have paid more than $5 million for cell phones if it had continued with the cell phone RFP process. The ministry in particular would have known that is a ridiculous assertion. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, she's not clarifying, saying this was never on plan. Uh, she hasn't denied that there was an RFP put out and that there were people who had answered the call, and this is what they were offering as a service or as a provider. So uh, she doesn't discount that there was some kind of a supplier contract being considered. It's also pretty clear, she goes on to say, that the TDSB has been reviewing its RFPs uh, both as a matter of good practice and due to its budget situation. The TDSB will continue to follow the government's advice and keep a close watch on outstanding and new RFPs. All right, I'm not sure that clarifies anything for me, uh, Lily's statement that this is what he found out, and he went on to further say that uh, they only canceled this because the media got hold of it. And so I guess it's a matter of uh, being embarrassed into compliance. But nonetheless, let's see what happens uh, when this is now before the government, as the government is uh, making some noise about this, saying, you see, aha, there we told you so, there were efficiencies to be found. Mitzi Hunter is the finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party and the former education minister here in Ontario. Mitzi is on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, John. I'm curious, Mitzi, if you can clarify this for me. What's the situation? Uh, Did the Toronto District School Board put out an R, uh, take RFPs and decide that they were going to buy these uh, expensive cell phones? 
Well, I got to say, John, uh, I don't have the iPhone earbuds, and I'm not sure why there were so much accessories uh, being added to this contract. And it's definitely something that it seems as if, um, from what you've read with Robin's uh, statement, that the board has now a handle on that uh, that procurement contract, and and they've withdrawn it, which is uh, seems like the right thing for them to do. Well, all right, and then the question is, did they withdraw it because they were embarrassed into doing so? Uh, maybe there was a light shot on on this, and uh, it caused them to to look into the details and and realize that this is not needed spending, particularly at a time when they're trying to find uh, sixty seven million dollars in savings and trying to uh, protect uh, classroom um, courses for for high school students and and for others across the board. So um, they they definitely had to take a second look, and it seems seems like they've done that, which is a, a good thing. Um, and this contract just seemed to have a lot of extras in it that may may or may not have been essential. Well, I think what concerns a lot of people now that this has sort of seen the light of day is if, in fact, uh, this had not been discovered, is a sort of, you know, consistent policy with this board or various boards. And uh, there is, there are efficiencies to be found. Would you accept that? I do accept that the boards have to dig deep and look at how their spending uh, is prioritized so that classroom um, teaching is what is prioritized uh, across school boards. You know, we want to make sure that, uh, that, that there are teachers in the classroom, EAs uh, for uh, students with special needs, uh, such as those students with autism, and, uh, and that high school students get as many course options as possible to prepare them for post-secondary and the world of work. So, so you know, boards are, are across Ontario, including the TDSB, are being asked to do that right now. And, uh, and, and they're also being asked to uh, deliver a high-quality education at the same time for all students. You know, Mitzi, we keep getting back to, I think, what is really the elephant in the room. Uh, you were there in the Liberal government of Kathleen Wynne and Dalton McGinty, and this is a question of why we got into this mess where we can't really afford uh, all the wonderful things we'd like with our health care system as well as the education system because we're mired in debt where the service on that debt, which is approaching $340 billion, uh, it's a line item number four in the overall budget approximating about $12 billion a year, a billion dollars a month, we might be able to afford these additional teachers and keep class sizes smaller and uh, eradicate hallway medicine. Is there any sense that uh, maybe if you had a do-over, if you could go back uh, as a minister of education or somebody with, you know, uh, you had the premier's ear, uh, you could implore them to be a little more adjacent with a taxpayer's dollar? Well, you know, when you look at the uh, the financial accountability officer, who is the independent uh, reviewer of the province's books, you know, they've actually compared uh, on a per capita basis, a per person basis, the spending on programs in Ontario and the rest of Canada, and, and has found out that we actually spend less per person than any other province, including on things like healthcare. So I do think that um, Ontario, as a province, is is doing well when it comes to spending taxpayers' dollars wisely and well on programs and services that people need. At the same time, we could always do better. We always need to review programs, like what we did with um, 
the uh, Ontario Student Loan Program, the financial aid program for OSAP. We realized that that funding was not getting to the students most in need, and we changed that program to make sure that students most in need were receiving that funding and getting that upfront um, rather than through another system where they weren't receiving the benefit. So, so you know, governments have to always improve, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think that there is anything wrong with that. When we look at Ontario's economy and, and um, the fact that we have the lowest unemployment rate uh, in, in decades in, in Ontario and across Canada, um, the, the FAO uh, also said that we've actually done well uh, when it comes to our economy in the last four years. But the forecast ahead of us is pretty challenging with the changing uh, global economy. So we, we have to to be careful with, with all of our spending. And, and I agree that we have to be careful, but we also don't want to cut so deep that we cut to the bone and, uh, and we put our education system at risk or our healthcare system at risk because so many Ontarians really depend on that. You don't think we're cutting to the bone seriously, do you? I, well, I think that, uh, the, you know, some of the reversals that I've seen when it comes to things like public health, like, you know, public health is really um, a defense for all of us when it comes to the spread of diseases, clean water, um, good standards in restaurants. It, they play a, a really good uh, preventative health uh, uh, defense, first line of defense for us, for, for our health. And, you know, we've seen the, the Ford government go, go back and say, well, maybe we, you know, we, we shouldn't cut uh, retroactively for municipalities and we should do a little bit more careful planning and consultation up front. Uh, and I, I think that, that the government should be doing consultations and planning up front to design programs that are actually going to have the effect that they intend. All right. I uh, wish we had more time, but uh, perhaps on another occasion. Mitzi, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks so much for having me, John. You have a good day. Mitzi Hunter, finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party and former education minister. Yeah, this thing, uh, Robin Pilkey, and I'm trying to read it here in real time, uh, saying the Sun didn't really get the scoop here. Uh, they were notified that there was a cancellation of this RFP for the expensive iPhones and decided to do it unilaterally because they were looking to find efficiencies. So uh, they're saying they were doing the righteous thing, and now they're being pilloried for it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.